She is immortal. A thousand years old. And she cannot die. A creature of legend. Like the raven. A thief who stole the sun and the moon. They sent a warrior to bring her back. He found her. Together, they brought back light to the world. I was a cop. To me, she was just a thief. Another day on the job. But she wasn't. She changed my life. Changed everything. And both of us knew from that moment on, nothing would ever be the same. And welcome into Let's Watch Highlander. This is Let's Watch Highlander The Raven, episode one. Uh, we're back. We've been gone for a little we're while. We're back. Yeah, it's, yeah been a, it's been a few months. Uh, summertime hit, um, <laughs> dealing with kids and weather and trips and all sorts of stuff. So we had, Audie, you and I had gone through six seasons of The Highlander. We had gone through... Yeah, we had the ups and downs of the Highlander movies. We had talked about mm-hmm. Highlander, the animated series. We interviewed Roger Ballon of who did the music for Highlander. Right. We thought we had covered all the Highlander. And we were We wrong. thought. <laughs> mm-hmm. Turns out there was a spin-off series that came about after season six called Highlander yep. the Raven. Mm-hmm. Um how familiar were you with this being a thing prior to, say, us starting this podcast, let's say? I think I knew it existed before we started podcasting, but I never, never watched it at all or had any, you know, inkling to try and watch it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm kind of the same way. Uh, I knew that it was a thing. Uh, I, I remember hearing about it not at the time it came out. I had no clue when it was on the air. Um, right. Several years later, I heard about, oh, there was a spinoff series called Highlander the Raven, and it was bad. And that's pretty much all I ever knew about it. It lasted one season, right. uh, 22 episodes. Um, stars Elizabeth Grayson as Amanda. She's returning. Mm-hmm. So quick little bit of background, and we'll kind of flesh this out, I think, as the season goes on. Um, sort of the the story of this show, but the quick background was... Season six came about of Highlander. Adrian Paul was wanting to test the waters a little bit, wanting to break away from Highlander, maybe not just be known as nobody, only be known as Duncan McLeod. And his contract was such that he was only going to do half of the short season that got ordered because the producers were like, well, if we don't have a McLeod, what are we doing Highlander for? Mm-hmm. So they decided to use season six to test uh, possible spinoff characters. And we talked about that a lot in our reviews. Yeah, we did. Um, so they ended up testing out like a half a dozen different people uh, of the, I think I read somewhere there was 20 or 30 that were sort of the finalists. They whittled it down to the six that they used in the season and then didn't cast any of them for the series. <laughs> they just decided, mm-hmm. all right, we'll go with Amanda instead. Yeah. Interesting thinking about it now, how much it was all females. For the most part. That was... So one of the things I did read was... Um, or I saw... There's a there's a documentary on Highlander the Raven that I've started watching. I haven't finished yet. But they interview um, Bill Panzer 
and David Abramovitz and Elizabeth Grayson and a bunch of people involved in Highlander the Raven. And Bill Panzer said in that that their idea was to do a spinoff with a female-led, with a female immortal. They wanted a, uh, okay. they wanted that, so that was their idea from the beginning. Um, and I'm gonna use, I'm gonna probably pull from that documentary quite a bit on stuff as we go along in this season of sort of sure. what happened to this show. Um, yeah, but uh, so we got we got Elizabeth Grayson and Paul Johansson um, as Detective Wolf, uh, mm-hmm. and the show started off. I think. I think we just dive in and talk about this first episode, this kind of pilot episode of it. What do you think? Yeah. All right. Let's go for it. Maybe I'm bored. Must be a bitch. Being 1,200 years old and just hitting midlife crisis. Midlife, bite your tongue. So, episode opens up. It's a full moon. And we see somebody jumping over a fence, dressed in all black. They slip into the door of a palatial estate. And can we just say, this show came out in 1998. This is such a 90s-ass show. Like, we're going to talk about it, but good <laughs> Lord, from the beginning, I was just like, this is a 90s-ass show. Oh, yeah. Uh, so they get to the safe. They apparently know the combination because they just easily open it up. It's filled with jewelry. They're taking all the jewelry, putting it into this little black pack. Um, they hear a sound. Turn to the camera. It's Amanda. With white hair. So she's got that pixie Mm -hmm. cut that she had towards the end of Highlander, that real short hair, but now it's stark, Mm -hmm. like like Susan Powder white, right? If if anyone... Right. There's there's a uh, wonderfully timely reference I'm making right there, Susan Powder. (laughs) Um, But just just bleach blonde hair. She turns to the camera, uh, apparently sees a raven? I think, I don't know... And then it's kinda, not clear if she sees that or it's just kind of there as iconography. It was weird. She gives a little like smirk and then runs off into the night, um, losing her beret between the house and running outside. Because if you notice, she was wearing a beret. But when oh, she yeah. ran out the front door, suddenly she had no beret and her just stark white hair was showing. I thought that was rather funny. Oh, shucks. And then we get our opening credits. And uh, Princes of the Universe, mm-hmm. this ain't. <laughs> no, it ain't. Again, nineties um, ass show. But uh you you heard the the opening uh monologue for the credits at the top at the top of this show and you're gonna you're gonna hear it. I'm gonna I we're suffering through it. You are too. Although I probably will skip credits on this this uh show, unlike every episode of Highlander, which I never skipped. Right. Because, um, I mean, Princes of the Universe just got you pumped for yeah. the show. And this was just stock, uh, not great 90s sort of mm-hmm. techno rock. I don't even know how to describe what it was. Um, yeah. I think it, you're better it, off not trying to. It, you know what it somewhat reminded me of is, like, the music from Batman Beyond if you just bit. explained, like if you if you told someone what that music sounded like, and then they tried to recreate it from memory, or here's the other thing not I'm thinking great. about, and let me let me look this up real quick. Yeah, well, you look that up. Um, so after the credits, 
we see a cop car pull up. A couple of detectives get out, plainclothes detectives. They're bickering about, oh, whose fault it was that they're they're failing and whatnot. Their car apparently gets valet parked. It was very odd. Like, they pulled up to the mm-hmm. precinct, and then someone else got in and drove off in their squad car. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, cool. Um, no, real quick on the theme music, it just made me think of this is a less – Lesser version of the angel theme, if you've ever heard that, mm, mm-hmm. which is something like that's where they should have gone with it instead of doing this. But yeah, no, that's that's very good. Um, that's a good comparison. So they're whining and complaining. They go inside the precinct. They're apparently hunting um, a thief. Mm-hmm. We can only assume it's Amanda, uh, but they right. don't use a name yet. And uh, they get into the precinct, and then they haven't even sat down at their desk, and the captain leans out and says, hey, we got a call well, from such and such a state. Okay, before that, we've got to pack it up a little bit. Sorry about that. Cut that. Somebody's got some mail. Um, before they go into the precinct, Lady Cop's husband shows up with the kids to kiss oh, yeah. Mommy goodnight. Oh, Okay. Yes. So as they're standing there, the minivan pulls what? up. Yeah, and it's dad with the kids. Oh, they wanted to kiss ma. They wanted to kiss you goodnight. And she's like, Yeah, yeah, yeah. They just wanted to stay up. So she does that, and then and then leans in the window, tells him, Look, it's going to be a late night. And he's like, I know, it's always a late night. And she goes, I love you. And he just looks at her, and then puts the car, puts the van in gear, yeah. and drives away. And I'm like, Oh. All right, so she's getting killed off in this episode. Like, yeah, I mean, just paint a big red target on her at that point. In the most, like, paint by numbers terrible, like, kind of way. It's just like we we didn't need to see this at all. We didn't no. need the kids. We didn't need the husband driving up. A phone call would have been fine. Mm-hmm. One sided phone call when she gets in. Yeah, that's what we needed. Because that's pretty much all they do the rest of the episode for the most part. Yeah, we never see those kids again. We never see the husband again. It's sort of brought up, but only barely. Like, they wanted it to be an important plot point, but it's not. We want you to sympathize with this poor lady cop. And it's just like, okay, let's just douse us in sympathy. Good (laughs) lord. It's like she's either going to turn out to be corrupt or she's getting killed off in this episode. One of those two things is Mm -hmm. happening. You know, because yeah. they might as well have had her say, I'm two days from retirement, right? Like, Right. And then the, the thing with her husband, it's like, okay, correct. Yeah. There's tension there for some reason. So they go inside. Uh, then they get a call, basically, basically get a call that there was a robbery and decide, mm-hmm. all right, let's go as uh, Detective Wolf, our uh, guy cop, says, let's go meet the legend. And mm-hmm. then we cut to this uh, nice looking apartment building and we see Amanda and she's returning from her night out uh, with her, uh, her jewels. And there's a woman named Lucy that she lives with in this apartment. And they're, they're talking yep. back and forth. Lucy knows about her immortality, knows that she's a thief. Mm-hmm. Um, Amanda starts to draw a bath and uh, says, well, in the morning I'll go see Harry uh, to sell the stuff when the cops show up. And so she hops in the bathtub and has the cops come in while she's in the tub and starts mm-hmm. to talk to them. Now, she's apparently meeting them for the first time, uh, even right. though she lets them know they've been following her mm-hmm. uh, and that she knows about it. Uh, flirts with Detective Wolf a few times. Um, well, I mean, it's Amanda. Come on. Yeah. 
the partner, Detective Hoffman, wants nothing to do with it. She's like, all right, why don't you put some clothes on? We'll, we'll conduct the interview, you know, like professionals. So they leave the room. Amanda gets out uh, with Lucy and is like, oh, you know, we, we got it. We're, we're going to get through this or whatever. Uh, basically ends up just telling him, all right, look, I, I didn't do anything. You have nothing on me. If you want to come back with a warrant, uh, otherwise leave. And then mm-hmm. does flirt again with Wolf in French. She says something. I don't know what she said. Um, yeah, I didn't bother to translate it, but I didn't he responded either. back knowing what she said. So, But yeah, he speaks French. Like, okay. So. Mm-hmm. Um, Wait, great. And then, oh my gosh, Lucy has one of the most colorful lines I've ever heard on television. <laughs> Which is? She's talking to Amanda about this. She's like, you sleep with the devil, you wake up with burns in your ass. I was like, <laughs> What? What? Yeah. Well, you know, huh? syndicated TV. You can get away with more. Yeah, I guess so. But <laughs> of so, all the things to get away with. <laughs> so while all this is going on, we cut to uh, a guy coming home and somebody robbing him. Um, you know, full on black, all black ski mask in his safe. Guy comes around the corner, sees him and gets shot. Yep. The guy takes everything out of his uh safe run and and heads out so the next morning amanda goes to see harry and uh she goes up knocks on the door no answer kind of looks around knocks again no answer pulls out her set of uh, lock picks broad daylight starts picking the lock neighbor across the street is a little nosy notices something's going yep. on amanda slips into the house and finds harry shot and killed mm-hmm. and the safe is empty so, she wipes, smartly, wipes down all her fingerprints. I, I liked that little detail. That, that, is, that bit was good. Because that is absolutely something Amanda would think of. Right. So, wipes her fingerprints off of everything, leaves the house. But as she's leaving the house, of course, looking rather conspicuous, nosy neighbor sees all of this. Well, I mean, she's in the most flame red dress you could possibly wear. Yep. With, you know, a stark white pixie cut, pixie cut like, yeah. she stands out no matter what. A little bit. A little bit. Uh, it's also Elizabeth Grayson. Like, people are going to notice her. Right. Mm-hmm. So, uh, she leaves uh, later that night, because it looks like later that night anyway. Uh, she's back at the apartment. Her and Lucy are talking about uh, going to another fence, because Harry's dead. When mm-hmm. uh, the police arrive and kick the door in. So yeah. now they're back with a warrant, and there's five of them. There's five detectives, and they accuse Amanda of killing Harry. Amanda, of course, denies that. Then they find a 9mm handgun conveniently in the, in the uh, couch, in the sofa. Imagine that. So as they're getting ready to arrest her, I love it. Amanda gives Lucy a little look. Lucy fakes mm-hmm. a heart attack. Yes. And Amanda straight crane kicks Detective Hoffman and just runs. Mm-hmm. Like she she goes full on karate kid crane kick. Yeah. And then just takes off. So Wolf chases her to the roof, but she locks the door. She has like a a swing arm piece of scaffolding that she can use to repel. So he yeah. gets through the door just as she's hooked it up to a belt she's wearing and she repels down to the um street below. And mm-hmm. then takes off. So she 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 takes off and she goes to her. So glad fence. all these cops 
So glad all these cops were in the building and nobody thought to, you know, yeah. be outside just in case. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, Knowing who Amanda is, apparently. Oh, wait, they don't. Yeah, all cops are dumb in TV. We know that. Unless the show is about the cops, in which case they're not dumb. Or right. half of them aren't. Um, right. So she takes off cads for her other fence, Basil, uh, who is an immortal. Mm-hmm. And uh, so he looks over her goods um, and is going to give her 40 cents on the dollar, something like that. Uh, needs to keep them. She's like, fine, but don't screw me on the deal. She leaves. As she's leaving, we see a man get out of a car, dressed all in black, put on a ski mask, and then walk into the store with a silenced pistol. It's the guy we saw kill Harry. Now he mm-hmm. holds up Basil. He gets the jewels. He gets the money. But when Basil goes to attack him, he gets shot. The guy leaves him for dead yep. and takes off. Um, and as he's getting into his car to leave, we hear a police scanner, and then he puts a police light on top of his car and drives away. So mm-hmm. it was a cop. It was Ooh, a cop. And Amanda has figured out at this point that uh, a cop is setting her up for Harry's murder. She doesn't know right. who, but she knows somebody is. So she thinks it could be Wolf, so she breaks into his house. She's looking through, finding his stuff when he comes home. Uh, mm-hmm. Hoffman drops him off. He goes inside. Amanda gets the drop on him, handcuffs him to the staircase, is interrogating him. He's trying to figure out what she's after. She's looking for evidence to you know, prove that she's being framed. He tells her some random story about ravens because reasons. The Eskimo legend. Yes. But, um, boy, if there was ever some heavy-handed, uh, we're going to do some exposition. Because all it is is her looking at a raven statue he had on a shelf for some reason. Right. He just happened to have that, knows the Eskimo legend, and that's pertinent right here and now. Yep. Um, so then Amanda goes to leave, and Hoffman had come back because she had tried to call. There was a phone ringing in the background during mm-hmm. the scene. Um, Hoffman comes back. They arrest Amanda. Uh, they, they take her in for questioning. Don't get anything out of her, obviously. So as she's going to leave, Basil comes in to bail her out. And they're getting ready to leave, and Basil overhears one of the other detectives, Detective Ferris, and recognizes mm-hmm. the voice as the man who shot him. Mm-hmm. So he ushers Amanda out of there real quick. And as they're leaving, Ferris sees Basil and dumps coffee all over himself because he can't believe the guy he shot is alive. Right. Uh, which goes nowhere. Understandable. Mm-hmm. Um, still, yeah. So Wolf has been investigating, looking, pulling personnel files, trying to, trying to do some police work. And uh, it's getting Ferris. Now now that we know Ferris is the guy that killed Basil, um, he's all, well, what, what, are you, what are you doing this for? Why are, are you all looking all, all this stuff up? Like, we're all cops. We're all on the same side. There's a weirdly thinly veiled, like, confrontation between the two of them where mm-hmm. Wolf tells him a story about his old dog chewing on a rug and making the rug smaller until it disappeared. Mm-hmm. That I think is a metaphor for what's going on, but I don't yeah. know. But it effectively is uh, yeah. Wolf knows it's Ferris. Ferris knows that Wolf knows it's Ferris, but they can't really right. do anything in the precinct. Mm-hmm. So Ferris leaves. Amanda 
uh, has figured out because of Basil that it's Ferris. So she's going to follow him. Right. So she's sitting outside the police station waiting for Ferris to leave and, and follow him. Ferris gets into his car, parks, and waits for Wolf to come out. And when Wolf comes out, Ferris goes to shoot him, and Amanda manages to save his life, keep yeah. him from getting shot. But he still doesn't trust her, doesn't want to work with her, tells her to go away. So she says, fine. He leaves and goes to Hoffman with the info that he's got. Um, mm-hmm. Amanda goes after Ferris, uh, disables his car with where wherever he parks, because he parks at some building and goes inside for like yeah. 10 minutes. Um, he goes inside, comes back out, puts his, uh, puts his stuff in the trunk. Car won't start when he lifts the hood to figure out what's going on. She gets into the trunk, steals her jewels back. Then he chases her into a warehouse as Wolf and Hoffman show up randomly at whatever place this is. I don't, was this supposed to be like by his apartment? I don't know. We're, we're not told anything. Yeah. They. They're you'd, there. You'd you have know. to imagine so for them to show up anywhere knowing anything. It's got to be. But, but like, no information given whatsoever. They chase into the, no. the warehouse. There's a little bit of cat and mouse. Uh, Ferris gets the drop on Amanda as she's trying to get away. Hoffman shows up. Hoffman gets shot. Amanda gets shot. Wolf gets mm-hmm. there a little bit late, but then shoots Ferris. Then he goes to to Hoffman, who dies in his arms. And yeah. as, he's, as he's laying there with her, uh, Amanda wakes up. And she just walks away, kind of looking at mm-hmm. him weird, and then we fade to black. And yeah. the episode ends in a cemetery. Wolf is there. It's Hoffman's grave. He's, you know, saying some last words to her when the police captain comes up, talking about um, how, you know, Saying, like, well, we gave her a burial and Ferris. Wolf is all like, don't talk about them in the same breath. Like, Ferris is terrible. And he's he's super upset. And the police yeah. captain tells him, look, we all have to be white knights. We got to keep this under wraps. We can't let people know he was yeah. killed. Which, bull, but. Right. Whatever. Um, offers a This promotion. isn't the Dark Knight in a Harvey Dent kind of situation. This is <laughs> right. A straight up bad cop. Like, Yeah. No, thank you. Offers uh, Wolf a promotion to lieutenant, and Wolf quits right there. Gives him his badge and walks mm-hmm. away. Pulls off his clip-on tie, which made me laugh a lot. I love yeah. that. Uh, but rips off his clip-on tie, undoes his shirt, and walks away all forlorn. And then we get a rack focus to Amanda, looking pensive and concerned, and fade to black, mm-hmm. and that's the episode. That's the episode. <laughs> it's... uh. Well, I've got thoughts on it, and it sounds like you probably do, too. Yes, for sure. Assume the position. Well, I usually get dinner first. So, that is episode one, Reborn, of Highlander the Raven. Um, Let me say again, 90s ass show. Boy, was it ever. Um, It's not great. It's The story is flimsy at best, and I think that's the first part of it. Like... Elizabeth Grayson mm-hmm. is great. Elizabeth Grayson is Amanda. Oh, yeah. Always great. Even though there's some behind-the-scenes stuff that she was going through at the time that was a little weird. Um, she is Amanda. She slips right into the role. It's fine. It's odd mm-hmm. that she is 
like straight up a thief again because it felt like towards the end of Highlander she was kind of leaving that life. But now she's yeah. right back into it and there's no mention of Duncan or anything. Fine. That's, yeah. That's all right. Um, I thought Tori Higginson as Detective Hoffman was pretty good. She's most known for uh, Stargate Atlantis. She was Dr. Weir. Right. On Stargate Atlantis. I thought she was fine. Um, the, the, the problem with her was the story that her character was going through was so ham-fisted and weird to put yeah, into this. Like, felt, it just didn't fit. Yeah, I felt just under Elizabeth Grayson, she did the best in this episode with what she was given to work with. Mm-hmm. And she was not given very good stuff to work with, which no. sucked. No, the the story try, they were trying to tell in this was terrible. Like, So this police officer, over the course of two years, uh, they, they arrested four fences. Three of them walked uh, and, and never got anything charged against them. And one of them was killed. So he was just stealing from fences, I guess. But then he upped it to murder on Harry just because Harry showed up, I guess. Mm-hmm. Like, we don't know. We have no idea why. No motivation for what he's doing. He's just yeah, conveniently there. Um, Which I think that's the, that's the thing that gets me most about this episode. There's no motivation for anybody no. that's well fleshed out at all. And, you know, we get the story about the Eskimo legend of the Raven, but we don't know why uh, Ferris is stealing stuff. Yeah. Or, yeah, we, you know, we, we take the time to tell that story, but we don't give any background. Like, why, how does mm-hmm. how does this cop know uh, French? How does like? Okay, so he learned French. Cool, but like, he's also right. apparently learned in a whole bunch of legends, um, and like, but we don't know anything about him other than that. Like, that, that's not personality. Um, mm-hmm. He and Elizabeth Grayson have zero chemistry. Like right. none whatsoever, um, because we know Amanda as as an audience. We know Amanda. We know her flirtatious nature. Her mm-hmm. Amanda and Duncan worked so well because Adrian right. Paul and Elizabeth Grayson got along so well, and their chemistry was great. And there was like mm-hmm. there was this on again, off again romance between the two of them, but also like right. a mutual respect. I never got, mm-hmm. and and I know it's their first episode together, but there was no like instant chemistry whatsoever between these two. No, not at all. Um, I didn't think there was a ton of chemistry between uh, Paul Johansson as Wolf and um, Hoffman either as partners. I mean, we're meant to feel like they've been partners for a while. Yeah. But even that felt kind of forced in a way. Like I just didn't, I didn't and buy it. It's, it stinks too. Cause my one thing about this episode is I would have not had her be a family cop, mom cop. I would have just pushed. She doesn't need to have a family, have her and have Hoffman and Wolf be, have some kind of relationship. Actually, it probably would have worked if they were former quote unquote lovers and they decided for the good of the job, we can't do that anymore. And that would make some of that tension work a little bit better. And I think make the story work a little bit better overall. Yeah. I mean, number one, let's not kill off a character in the first episode for no reason. There's, there's no, we're right. 
they they tried to give us a reason to care about this character and make her death mean something but for us we're literally just meeting her we know nothing about her mm-hmm. you can't force the oh she's got two kids in trouble at home with finances and then she dies well cool so now the two kids don't have a mom and the husband is a widower and we're never going to see them again because she's not the main character right. you know right. it'd be one thing if there was some tie-in with Amanda, maybe, or mm-hmm. that that Hoffman was the cop that had been tracking Amanda for a while, and Amanda caused her to get shot, and then feels remorse and wants to maybe look after the kids or do something to help. Right, but none of that's there. Um, Hoffman is just cannon fodder to artificially make us care about somebody dying, and. It just didn't work. It fell completely flat. Yeah. Um, I think production-wise, it looked okay. Uh, the The sets were fine. I think I, yeah. I get a feeling we're going to be seeing a lot of the, the apartment. Um, and while it's not the loft, we'll see. Uh, it, it's fine. Um, I'm curious to see how things go with Amanda and Lucy. Because mm-hmm. Lucy being sort of a... In her, I would say probably supposed to be like early fifties. Um, right. I'm curious how that relationship goes and how much of that we learn. Uh, I did yeah. look. Basil shows up one more time, which is kind okay. of a bummer. I wish he kind of wish he was going to be in more because he feels like he would yeah. be a, a fun character, a fun foil for Amanda to have. And and the guy who played Basil, Julian Richings, is such a great character actor. It's oh, like yeah. you see him in this episode, and you're like, oh. Are we going to get more of him, please? And yeah, and he's done so much, so many things, mm-hmm. but sadly only one other episode. Uh, it's, you know, he Wolf is not going to be a detective anymore, or is he? I don't know what they're, where they're going to go with that, because we'll I thought see. I thought this was like a he's a cop, she's an immortal show, but he quits right. being a cop in the first episode, so I don't know where that's going to go. I'm hopeful mm-hmm. that we'll get some better chemistry between Grayson and Johansson. Because yeah. I don't think Paul Johansson was bad in this. I mean, the best thing I can say about him was he was pretty. Um, right. But he's not given anything, and we're, we're given no, like, the only thing I can pull from it is that he is very studious, and mm-hmm. he, uh, because he's, you know, pulling records and looking everything up, and he figures this out. He did detective work, which is cool. I love when detectives actually right. do detective work. Um, mm-hmm. But I'm just curious how they're going to flesh out his character. And I hope that the two of them can develop some chemistry because if they don't, the show is going to be dead on arrival. Um, which, yeah. given it only lasted one season, I'm not holding out a ton of hope. Uh, yeah, unfortunately. But, I mean, it's a pilot episode, so we'll give it that. It is. I also... I think the biggest thing was this felt like an episode that had no direction. Like they didn't, they didn't go, they didn't lean into the Highlander mythos and the immortals or any of that Mm -hmm. at all. And you have a show called Highlander, the Raven, and it's based around a 1200 year old immortal. That should be your driving force. It should be. What made Highlander, the series work was that they explored immortality and what it was like for these people over the years and meeting different immortals 
and there was a wonderful passing of the torch in the in the series opening up. I kind of wish they would have could have done something like that here, but there's no mention yeah. of Duncan. She's in random city USA, wherever this was. Mm-hmm. So I'd like to see. There's no watchers. We don't even get like a watcher in a background or anything. Yeah. So I just I'm hoping that they'll figure it out and give us at least some Highlander ish things. But I guess that remains right. to be seen. We got lucky that we got Basil and had a fellow immortal and yeah. some immortal things. That's the only like the only things immortal and Highlander referenced at all were Basil had a sword and Amanda mm-hmm. doesn't die. And neither does Basil. And they make they have one. Right. I did I did like his joke. I had this shirt custom made in Hong Kong and now it's got a bullet hole in it. Like all right. Mm-hmm. You had it custom made in Hong Kong, it probably cost you a buck fifty. Like Right. Um one other thing, I could not help but laugh at the actor who played Harry, who has no lines, by the way. Uh, after he shot, when Elizabeth is walking up to his uh, supposedly dead body, you could see clearly see him breathing. <laughs> and he's like breathing, and then he sort of stops when she gets there. And then later, later on, she's standing next to him, and you see him breathing again, like clearly breathing. It just made me laugh. Yeah, he didn't get paid enough to be a corpse <laughs> no. that well. It's not a great start for the series. I'm gonna just going to lay that out there right now. Um, yeah, unfortunately. You know, maybe it'll get better. Uh, maybe we're being too harsh on it, although I don't think so. I, do, I don't think this was very good. Um, yeah. But, you know, we've got 21 I'm more episodes to, to get through, so. We're here's hoping it. the Raven picks up. <laughs> and well, here's hoping that there's a reason for it being called the Raven, because... If you remember in season six, the first of the potential spinoff characters, she was the Raven. There was there was a Raven involved in her her name, and uh, there was something to her character that could give you some of this. Whereas Amanda, being the Raven, they want to. Apparently, the myth, the the Eskimo myth, is um, that the Raven was a thief, and so they're like, well, well right. Amanda's a thief, Raven is a thief. There we go, but. We'll see how that works out. I don't know. I just, I want yeah. more Highlander in my Highlander show. Like, yeah, that'd be nice. There's no flashbacks. We got nothing of no. that sort here. And and we talked a lot. Like, not every episode has to have a flashback, but that was a big part of what made Highlander work were the flashbacks, the period piece stuff, mm-hmm. the, you know, exploring immortality and exploring these characters' lives. And we got none of that here. This was like a yeah. uh, police procedural with, uh, a guy that had a sword at one point. So, uh huh. And a lady who happens to be immortal. Yeah. Um, I'm hoping that it gets better. And it sounds like you are too. And uh, we'll just yeah. keep going at it. Yeah. We'll see how it goes. Um, but yeah, that is, uh, that is the pilot episode reborn of Highlander the Raven. Um, well, I mean, we'll be back next week with episode two. So. Mm hmm. We're gonna we're gonna get through this. Um, everything Highlander. Yeah. I mean, it can only go up, right? It can only get better. We hope. <laughs> um, I'm gonna we, remain positive. We've talked about the movies, right? Like, it can't be worse than the source. That's all I'm saying. It can't be. Yeah, they, probably because they don't have a budget to get that bad. But sure. <laughs> we'll see. I, I'm I'm holding out hope at least that Elizabeth Grayson can save this a little bit. Yeah. And maybe have some fun. Because that's one of the things with Amanda, too, is she's a very fun character. Who can be Mm -hmm. serious, but is very fun. 
So I want to see where we go right. and, and explore more of her life. But uh, mm-hmm. hey, explore it with us. We'll be back uh, next week. Yeah. Um, we do record the show live, uh, typically Tuesday nights at 9 p.m. If you want to come hang out with us while we record it live. Um, sure. The show comes out, uh, you know, usually Wednesdays or Thursdays of, uh, of the given week. And um, you can catch that anywhere you get your podcasts. Uh, just search for Let's Watch Highlander. Find Audie's amazing artwork. Um, my website, tvstravis.com, ha- does have a link uh, to everything to find it as well. So that's a, another shortcut you can use um, to get there. I'm on all the socials as TV's Travis. I love to talk Highlander. There's, uh, We mm-hmm. did get good news over the summer that, um, that the Highlander reboot movie is still moving forward. Uh, now that the Writers Guild strike is over, it sounds like they can get to work oh, on yeah. the script. So mm-hmm. that's good news. Um, and Audie, you are on the socials as well. Yeah, you can find me just the Audie Norman. Excellent. So if right there's now, a social network that to be on, I'm probably there under that name. Yeah. Uh, and, and right now it's Inktober, right? And you're doing the Aquilo Inktober prompts. So Trying wanna, to, yep. You, yeah, you want to check out some good art. Go, go to Audie's Instagram and check out uh, the stuff he posts there because it's awesome. Your, your cafe was, was just choice. Yeah, first, that, that, one. that one immediately hit me. So I was like, I got to do this. So Excellent. we'll see how the rest of it goes. <laughs> awesome. Well, that's the Audie Norman on all the socials. I'm TV's Travis. We love to talk about Immortals and Highlander and really anything pop culture. We also do a show on classic yeah. TV um, mm-hmm. called Those Were the Days. If you want to hear us talk more with our friends, Stephen and Amy, um, about old school television, we are in the middle of our private investigators run. Uh, we're going to be talking yeah, in the next are. episode about um, Rockford Files. Yeah. So that'll be fun. So definitely check that out, too. Uh, again, you can find that on my site. Uh, links to all, every, all everything there. Uh, but until next week and uh, Highlander the Raven Episode 2, just remember that uh, I don't have a There Can Be Only One for this. Yeah, I don't think we need to do that for this one because just, yeah. I mean, it barely was a Highlander episode, but how can we say there can be only one? There can be only one real Um, Highlander series. Yep. (laughs) We'll be back. We'll be back next week. With hopefully a better ending. Diamond Club hopes you have enjoyed this program. <laughs>